When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Gentlemen, 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 news just broke out. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about recruiting the first part of the show, so let's let's go ahead and, and discuss it. Uh, Ryan Williams, who uh, it came down to, to Bama and Auburn for this kid. Uh, he was committed to Bama through most of his recruiting process. And I think it was, it's been, has it been two weeks, three weeks since Saban retired? Two to three weeks since Saban retired. Yep. That same day, he decommitted from Alabama. And Auburn fans kind of felt like it was, they felt good about it. Texas fans felt good about Ryan Williams as well. Ryan Williams visited Alabama over the past weekend, canceled his visit to Texas, uh, basically putting them out of it. And he actually recommitted today to Alabama. General thoughts on this? I will start with you, Blake, since you're since you're uh, visiting with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first off, I do want to congratulate Ryan Williams. He is from my hometown. Uh, and, you know, oh, I really he is. Uh, All right. So I, I've, I've gotten to watch him quite a bit over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, I, I hope he has a great career. I just hope he doesn't have a great game that that last Saturday in November. So, uh, you know, I, we, we talked about this last night. Dustin and I were going over the Ryan Williams thing and I felt great to I felt great about it because the whole thing was kind of based off relationships and when we saw T Rob leave Alabama and go to Georgia uh, and then you know Holman Wiggins go to A&M it kind of looked like it was an Auburn Texas thing and then you heard the little rumors about Texas was just kind of a an NIL leverage push type thing and then he canceled that visit. And so I was like, okay, well, it's it's Auburn or Alabama. Like, and you gotta feel good where you're where you're at as an Auburn fan because his relationships have left Alabama. And he took a visit, and uh, you know, we we can sit here and say that NIL played a part in it and all of that stuff, but Ultimately, man, I think Michael Penix Jr. coming out and saying that if you're a wide receiver, you need to go to Alabama. I think that played a part in it. I think Coach Grubb and what he did with that offense and the high flying uh, receivers they had, and you know, uh, Adunze and Polk and McMillan and all that. It's hard for Ryan Williams to look at that and say, "Man, I no way I could pass down that offense," uh, because I think he's going to be the highlighted guy over there, and I think he's going to have a great career. So. Uh, I wish him the best, and uh, I, like I said, I just hope that he doesn't have that game in the last Saturday of November. Mike G, uh, this is an Auburn legacy. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in the grand scheme of things, considering the class that Auburn's brought in, how much does this sting, if any? Uh, I don't think that it stings a ton in terms of, I mean, again, he was originally committed to Alabama. Now, they worked hard to try to flip this commitment, but guys, there's a lot of top-flight receivers to bring in one class, right? And convince everybody that everybody's going to play and there's going to be enough ball to go around. So, look, man, at the end of the day, Ryan Williams, he looked right. You know, he saw greatness. He said no. He looked left. He saw more greatness. He said no. He looked up to the sky. And he chose mediocrity. <laughs> and some people are blessed with, with the gift of discernment and others are not. Like Blake said, I, you know, I wish him well, but I think this might be a little bit of a floundering ship here. You got a brand new coach, guys, that's coming in. And you had players running for the hills. So the allure of Alabama... I think is ultimately what is keeping him here. Also, the idea that, look, he's going to, everybody wants to be the dude. All right. I commend Perry Thompson and Cam Coleman for playing together, you know, with Malcolm Simmons and Bryce Kane. I do. I commend those guys. That's, that's early 2000s Auburn stuff. <laughs> that's Ronnie Cadillac stuff. We're both stars, but we're going to play together and we're going to make a difference. I think that's the kind of stuff you want. Now, look, Ryan Williams, he looked at it. He made the, the decision that he felt like he was in his best interest. Given the state of Auburn's passing game, I cannot say that I blame him all too much for making this decision. But, uh, I, you know, who knows where Alabama's going to be? I, I, DeBoer, obviously, he's coming off a national title appearance. Uh, he's about to find out that the SEC is something different. And I think that a lot of Alabama fans woke up to the reality of their recruits running out the door uh, to the, hey, we've been to the University of Nick Saban for like the almost the last 17 years or whatever, how long he's been there. <laughs> and it's not going to be that easy. And top-level coaching is what got you there. Now you have a guy who you don't know. You don't know that he's a top. He's going to be a top-level coach in the SEC. Ryan Williams, they sold him something. I, I do believe NIL probably played a factor, uh, You know, especially since all those recruits went out the door. You can't tell me they didn't throw the bag <laughs> to keep him in. Whatever his original bag was, Blake, they probably doubled it <laughs> to try to keep this kid in the fold. Yeah, the the saying and Caleb Downs money probably went straight to Ryan Williams. If if I if I just had to guess, you know, yeah, uh, I think Julian saying leaving because I don't know if it's true or not, but there was like a rumor where he was asking for an absurd amount of money to stay mm. and all this stuff, and and so I imagine whatever he was wanting or getting, and then Caleb Downs, I know he was a, a you know, I mean, all American freshman, all American, and probably making a lot of money. And so I'm sure that went to Ryan. So yeah, yeah, I would look at it this way. look. They Alabama bumbled Saban's exit. There's no, 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 no debate about it, right? They waited until the end of the portal period, thinking they could handcuff kids a little bit, even though it was going to open for them, and it worked. And you had a bunch of dudes running for the exits. Because they wanted to play for Saban. They came here for Saban. We've said it over and over on this show. Kids commit to coaches primarily, institutions secondarily. 
It's just the way it is. So, uh, you know, you, you, you went out and you bumbled this and you're bringing this guy in. And if you're Alabama as an institution, you owe, owe it to, to Kalen to help him hold some of this class together. Right? right? Open the yeah. pocketbooks if that's what it's going to take. And you got to hold some of this class together for him. I think he made this decision. Would have been a cherry on the top for Auburn, Caesar. But, like, you know, I, you know, ultimately, I don't think anybody's crying too much over this. And I guess if anything, you just didn't want him. If he stayed in state, you wanted him with Auburn. You didn't want to have to 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 deal with him any iron yeah. hole each and every year. But again, there's some guys that Bama has to deal with on our side. I mean, Perry Thompson. They wanted Perry Thompson. Mm-hmm. We got him. So I guess when it comes to your rivals, you're going to win and lose your fair share of these battles. We just happen to lose this one. Brad Browning is asking, and I don't know if any of us are aware, did he cancel his visit to AU because he does? He was supposed to have the last official visit Correct. to Auburn. My uh, understanding is, is that he has. He, we know officially he canceled his visit to Texas, right? Um, but my understanding is, I, I don't know why he would visit after he just recommitted. That wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. But um, guys, I, I would, I just, I'd start moving on from this one emotionally. Yeah, his dad's already put on uh, social media that that they're 100% Alabama. Mm-hmm. He's already said, give me the natty for 2024, us versus Texas. So, yeah, he's locked okay. in. Okay. Well, listen, let's let's get into the conversation. We're, we're I mean, obviously, we're going to still see <laughs> Ryan Williams name, but let's 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 <laughs> recap or just kind of talk about this class that we have coming in, because I think Ryan Williams was the last guy that Auburn was trying to get on board in this uh, second signing day. Uh, so it'll probably be an unevent- more, more than likely an uneventful signing day uh, for Auburn. Uh, does this class, can this class, or will this class be the best one in AU history? Mm. Now, mm. to recap, Auburn finished 2024. This class is across the board. It's eighth in rivals, eighth, two, four, seven, Eighth in on three. Since it's so, eighth. Okay. Since it's eighth recruiting class. The recruiting classes that I want to put this up against are the 2010 class. That was the cl- class that had Cam Newton. And by the way, let's show them, Mike, real quick. Okay. Let's right. show them real quick the 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 2010 class. That class consisted of Cam Newton, who Mike gave an extra star to, so he's a six star. <laughs> uh, Sean Coleman, Michael Dyer, Jake Holland, Jeremy Richardson, uh, Joel Bonomolo, always butchered his name, Kenneth Carter, Ladarius Owens, Craig Sanders, Trevon Reed, Antonio Goodwin, Brandon Mosley, Razel Gayden, Eric Mack, Jeffrey Whitaker, mm-hmm. Corey Lemonier. Brandon Mosley, these are all four stars. So we're not listing anyone who's three stars or lower in the recruiting class, uh, but we're listing these guys here. This class was almost kind of say a consensus top six class. It was seventh in rivals. No, I'm sorry. This class was actually sixth in 247, and it was fourth in rivals. Mm. So it was a top five class in rivals. Let's talk about the players who were actually drafted from this class. They had four guys from this class actually get drafted. Corey Lemonier was drafted in the third round. 
Uh, Brandon Mosley was a fourth rounder. Cam Newton, of course, we know where he went. Sean Coleman, who once he got back healthy, you know, he had some health challenges. He got drafted years later, third rounder. Trevon Reed, who's listed here, did not get drafted, but was a free agent and played a few years in the NFL. So we have a total of five players from this class uh, that actually ended up in the NFL. Cam Newton, of course, you know, went on to be league, even MVP, played in the Super Bowl. So thoughts about this class, guys. And I think because of recency bias, we're excited about this class. But this has been heralded by a lot of people as the best class because of what Auburn was able to do with this with this recruiting class they brought in. Thoughts, Mike? Man, uh, okay, so making the distinction, you know, all these other guys, except for Cam and Brandon Mosley, were recruited out of high school, right? And uh, Cam obviously makes this a different kind of conversation. But Sean Coleman, he got sick, uh, you know, and, you know, thank God he got better. Uh, but I, I believe, Caesar, he had some sort of cancer that he re- was recovering from, like, when they were recruiting him. Right. Uh, Michael Dyer, obviously, you know, he was a five-star recruit coming out of Arkansas and uh, probably the hero of that national title game. Uh, it, it, the word on the street is, is that he wasn't down. So uh, Auburn celebrates a championship because of that. Um, but You know, Trevo- this class could have been much better, too, because Auburn was in after, like, what, two other running backs? Yeah. I think Lake Seastrunk. And, oh, yeah. Uh, what's the, what was the running back from South Carolina? Oh, um, oh if you I had asked of his me. Name. Yeah, I that was in yeah. a chat, can remember. Yeah, yeah. The, the kid that went Lachey Seastrunk, right? And... um. Oh man, you're you're killing me with this one. See, I, know I can look at I can look Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore. Yeah, yeah, thanks, right. Brad. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you, Brad. Mm-hmm. So they had uh a shot to be even better. Obviously, this 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 class went on to win a national title, right? And Brandon Mosley, Corey Lemonier was a tr- contributor. You know, uh Jeffrey Whitaker was so underrated. Like God, he was such a great player. They just had everybody knew their roles. I believe, Blake, it was Kenneth Carter that ran down Mark Ingram in the Iron Bowl to punch the ball out. Mm. Chad, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I could have swore it was him that had. The I don't punch know. Out. If, I don't know if it was. Him. I don't know if he was playing. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, I'm probably wrong here. But look. Um, th- this this was a great class. This is a great class, and you can't argue with class that went on to win a national title. And again, uh, you had contributors here. You know, Michael Dyer was not a spectator in this in this class. Now we know, you know, he his time at Auburn ended very unceremoniously. Um, but this was Auburn football. This was Auburn recruiting at its peak. I think. And Antoine Carter. Antoine Carter. Carter. Okay, I knew it was a Carter. Um, And, you know, this was Auburn football at his peak. This class was great, man. You know, they they recruited guys that fit what they were trying to do. You know? Uh, If Michael Dyer, you know, is not a head case, right, then, you know, he's... This may look different in the years to come. Trevon Reed, again, recruited as an athlete. He started at wide receiver. They ended up moving him to DB. But, you know, he is one of the highest rated recruits in Auburn history. 
Mm. Go to Rivals, look at the bottom where they rate all the recruits in history. He's like a top 10 recruit in all of Auburn history. You know, and and, and the fact that he went on to recruit for Auburn (laughs) over 10 years later, poetic, poetic justice. This is a great class. I, I, I think they did a fantastic job with this class. Now, how does it stack up? To the 2024 class, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But all these guys you're looking at here are four star consensus four stars. Uh, how great of a class would this have been if Cam? I mean, obviously, this class drops if Cam's not a part of it, right? So Cam is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. We got to mm-hmm. be honest about this class. I mean, Michael Dyer was a big deal. He was a big pool, and obviously, to your point, Mike, he contributed a lot. Uh, in the national championship game, as well as throughout the season. Blake, your thoughts about this class and who stands out to you outside of the obvious? Uh, in the 2010 class. Yes. Uh, Brandon Mosley, um, Michael Dyer, obviously. Um, Craig Sanders, um, you know, Jake Holland, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Underrated. Uh, yeah. Um Antonio Goodwin, obviously Trevon Reed uh, for what he has done, you know, in his I career now. Jake was, I thought Jake Holland was overrated, but you know, okay, all yeah, right, that's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to down <laughs> former guys or anything, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Trevon Reed and everything that he's done for the school and and what he does now, man, uh, those are the guys that that stick out to me, and and obviously Cam and. You know, Cam still gets disrespected to this day. Um, you know, he comes out and he gives his opinion on his podcast of what the quarterback play should look like in the NFL. And, and he's gets, right. And he's 100% <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, he gets drugged through the mud. And I, I just think some people are jealous that uh, he was one of one and he went to one of the worst organizations in the NFL and he brought yeah. them to relevancy. So, right. Uh, and, and 2010, great class. 2024, I think, has the chance to be uh, an even better class. And then I think 2025 could be even better than that. So I think Auburn's in a hell of a spot. They have, man. Look, there are over 6,000 languages in the world. Blake decided to be fluent in facts. Those are all facts. Guys, Cam Newton was like, do, does anybody remember? Trooper Taylor going out to see Cam at Blinn and then coming back and tell Chizik, we have to get this guy. It's a He's a program changer. They pressed him. And they were like, yo, like we can't let you make the mistake of not getting Cam Newton. And they decided, and they got him there, right? You know, now Cam has come out and openly talked about what that process was like on his podcast. Uh, I encourage people to go, go look that up and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, about how he ended up at Auburn, uh, you know, in his words. But Corey Lemon, yay, I believe that's how we say it. <laughs> Corey Lemon, yay. He, he went on to, you know, play with the 49ers. He had a pretty decent uh, pro career and he had a, a huge, huge tackles, right? In that championship, I mean, I just this was this was a great squad. This was a great squad, um, you know. And this was when when you win a championship with a squad like this, this is where your program has to take advantage of that and start trending up in terms of talent acquisition. And we saw that 
to some extent. I mean, all through Gus's years, essentially, they averaged until like 2020, they averaged a top 10 class. From 2010 to 2020, Auburn averaged a top 10 class. This was kind of like the start of that next tier of Auburn recruiting. Crazy class. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So before we get to the break, let's talk about the other class that we were we were we were considering the 2014 class, Mike G. Uh, you 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 actually had the graphic and everything ready for that class, and I said, "Wait a minute! I think we got one better." Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the 2011 class. This class here had, and this was an impressive class. This had Jonathan Rose. These are all four stars plus one. And mind you, these recruiting rankings are courtesy. What we're showing here on the graphics are courtesy of two four seven. So the four stars are, are as follows. Consensus four stars. Jonathan Rose, Reese Dismukes, Kyle Frazier, mm. Chris Frost, Robinson Therese, Sammy Coates, Thomas O'Reilly, Quan Bray, CJ Uzoma, Enrique Florence, Greg Robertson, Angelo Blackson, Jermaine Whitehead, Brandon Fulce, Gabe Wright, and Christian Westerman. Trey Mason was listed as a three-star here. Uh, other recruiting sites, I think Rivals may have had him as a four-star but we all know how special he was and how big he was in this recruiting class. Guys, this was the national championship team, pretty much, uh, that faced off against Florida State yep. in Pasadena. Like A lot of these guys were a big part of that team. Sammy Coates, obviously, Trey Mason, who was a Heisman um, finalist, Greg Robinson. Uh, a lot of these kids were were on that team. Reese Dismukes, a lot of those guys. So from this this team alone, this class had six guys drafted into the NFL. So already more than the 2010 class. CJ mm. Uzoma was a fifth rounder. Trey Mason, a third rounder. Gabe Wright, a fourth rounder. Greg Robinson was a first rounder. Sammy Coates was a third rounder. Angelo Blackson was a fourth rounder. Reese Dismukes, Jermaine Whitehead, Quan Bray, and Robinson Therese were all free agents and played in the league for, for a brief period of time. So they produced or put almost 10 guys into the league from this class alone. Mike G, your thoughts about this recruiting class? Uh, look, um, CJ Uzama and Angelo Blackson are actually still in the league. They're still playing football. Uh, Kyle Frazier might be the most overrated recruit in <laughs> Auburn history. Mm. I challenge mm. you, good sirs. Name a recruit more overrated than Kyle Frazier. Mm. Just one. One guy. You can't. It's him. He's the one. He's a different kind of him. Uh, I, 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 it was almost like he never played, like, like he never played quarterback when he got to Auburn. It was, I, when the year he took over, does it, did anybody remember us having to recover an onside kick to beat Utah State? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how that season went. Wild. Dude, wild. And so, you know, look, Quan Bray uh, turned in uh, to a pro. He, he went on to play for the Colts, Sammy Coates. Uh, look, man, he was with the Steelers for a while, uh, but he made some big catches at Auburn, and he was an instrumental part of that uh, championship run. Um, so, you know, it was his career was something I think that that 
Man, it could have been more. It definitely could have been more. But he had a great career here. Jermaine Whitehead went on to play with the with the Packers. Greg Robinson was the top five pick. Like I said, Uzama is still in the league. Uh, Westerman, he was an Arizona kid. He ended up transferring out. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. Frost didn't really see his potential here. Uh, but this was a great class. Now, again, all consensus four stars. I added Trey Mason to this, this group because... My man ran for 1,800 yards in a championship run and made New York. <laughs> now, they recruited him. And whenever you were, requ- I mean, he was, Trey Mason, he played like a five-star, so we're clear. He played like a five-star running back in college. He could not be stopped. He was an automatic three and a half yards every single time he touched the ball. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Trey was was just too good to overlook in this class. This was to me if we're not, if we're excluding today today, hear me out. Even with Cam this was Auburn's best class. I think this was to, to me this was Auburn's best class. So, uh I think 247 had them ranked 5 or 6 or something like that. I mean, they were up there um and uh yeah, I mean, uh, rivals had them yeah, ranked a little yeah. lower. They they were they were seventh according to rivals and fifth according to two four seven. So similar to the twenty ten class, this class played for a national title, and you had a top five pick, and Greg Robinson. I just mm. I, this this class was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Blake, Blake, your thoughts, man? Can we just get back to the O line? Like 2011 yeah. recruiting class, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. A top five pick on on the Auburn O line. Uh, I'll take that all day. But uh, look, Kyle Frazier, man, uh, I didn't. You know, him and Holland are the two for me that are just mm, tough, tough to talk about. Uh, I, I I believe it was the it was the um, at Arkansas. We went to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I believe. And and Kyle Frazier, I think it was at Arkansas where it was just abysmal. It was like the oh, yeah. worst. It was like the worst day that that you could have, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of hype around him, and it just didn't work out. But uh, Robinson Therese, I thought he was a dog. Uh, Sammy Coates, uh, just right up the road for me, Leroy High School. Uh, shout out to him, man. Uh, watching him in high school, he was a two sport athlete. Could uh, could play some serious baseball. Dude was a dog, man. Um, you know, CJ Uzoma, just Auburn getting back into to to using a guy like that in their offense and uh Fairweather this past year doing some big things and then hopefully next year continuing to grow on that. Uh man, I agree with y'all. I think this class, you know, as we look at today's class, uh, this is the one that I would like to throw up against it. <laughs>